Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card, issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. Real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Welcome to Star Talk, your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide. Star Talk begins right now. Live from the Apollo Theater in Harlem, New York, this is Star Talk. <laughs> Excellent. I've, I've got uh, Maeve Higgins, and she's from uh, Ireland, a, a professional yep. stand up comedian. We've got uh, Anissa Ramirez, who, who's an expert on mechanical engineering and education in STEM. Uh, and, of course, uh, Senator Cory Booker from New Jersey. Excellent. And I just met you. So, yes. Uh, Phoebe, another stand-up comedian. And Eugene Merman, who's uh, one of the great organizers of all these. You've got it. So, Cory, uh, a recent Kickstarter campaign was conducted by uh, the Planetary Society, who a, a friend of StarTalk, uh, Bill Nye, yes. is the CEO of that... Yeah. And uh, they kind of kickstarted to fund a, a, a light sail campaign, which is a, a spacecraft that is driven by the pressure of the light from the sun. Think about the disintermediation of powerful... Or- did you just use disintermediation? Did that word just come out of your mouth? It how did. Many, how many syllables? I thought I could, I thought I could drop those. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, if Dis- I can't, if I can't drop words like that on a science Wrap show. it up, Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> Disintermediate me, go. All of us, if we used to want to get money for a business or for an idea, we had to go supplicate ourselves before banks. Supplicate? Another yes. one? <laughs> <laughs> How did you get elected? I promise to supplicate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me break this down. All right. Uh, Kickstarter. There's so many platforms now for you to go straight to the people with your idea and get resources. Information. You used to have to go up to ivory towers to get the best access to the best professors. Now, now you can go right to the internet and get some of the best lectures, information, get your degrees. Even they're disintermediating 
uh, access to work as well. You used to have to go to a big corporation to get a job. Well, now there are people being able to make money on with Uber or Airbnb. There's so many different ways to go to, to go directly to people to get your power. And so what excites me to this is that we used to have an oligarchy of people that were making decisions about what was important, what had value, what had worth. And now it doesn't matter what your background is, what your race, what your uh, sexual orientation is. If you have a great idea, if you have something that you want to bring before the people, that's a much more democratic way of getting it. We started with Kiva in Newark, for example, because the biggest complaint I got from entrepreneurs is it was so hard for them to get money for their ideas, banks weren't loaning. And so Kiva is an online nonprofit platform where people like you and I can give money to good ideas and businesses. We sort of select what we want to donate to. And, and it's, so this is a technology revolution that in many ways uh, makes me in Congress get upset that when things like broadband access, which we're behind other nations in getting people that which is becoming uh, a lifeline. It's, it's, it's one of the ways that... Again, our, places that, didn't, that don't have wire, copper wiring, yes, they just yeah. have the the straight internet access on the phone. Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, and so and so these are the issues that in, in the Senate that are really important to me. Technology is critical and I I'm fighting battles to not let America fall behind and you know think of something simple as drones and I know that sounds like really bad to people but other countries, because they're not dealing with government regulations like we are, they're using drones now to, to fix poles, to do mine surveys, cutting costs and moving ahead in innovation. While we, our FAA, is so slow on promulgating regulations for safety that, that the innovations are going on in other countries. And there's lots of examples of this. Where a America friend of mine in Ireland just got engaged to a drone. <laughs> They're so happy. He's very quiet, very helpful guy. Yes. Right. Wait, how can drones can fix ahead. stuff in other countries? Drone, drones are very powerful uses of technology. Th think about this. Do places, they have little drone hands or something there, like it? There are places. Yeah, there are there are uh, facsimiles of hands. I'm sure there are, there are types of levers or whatever. I'm not a drone specialist, but sure. Yes. I mean, when I think of drones. Um, I was looking at a real estate section, you know, I mean, on online yes. recently, and now there are like views of homes where if it were a helicopter doing it, it would like kick up all the, the, the vegetation, and it's just a silent view over for, around the property. And I say, what's doing that? It must be a drone. So, so, so there are all these uses for drones that I don't think we're, we fully understand or embrace well, yet. Well, that's the beauty of a guy like Biz Stone. He creates a platform called Twitter without even an understanding that by elevating this platform, the innovation, the millions the creativity of, of are going to apply that platform in ways that they never even imagined. But don't you think we should think about these things a little bit more? I mean, when we created the Telegraph a long, long time ago, I'm going back in time. Man. Shaming used to be one of the worst things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's the we. I guess when you're an engineer, like, these are your peeps from... The, that's right. Sorry. Enge engineer peeps, they go across any, generations. Any engineers out there? All yeah, right. When we created the Telegraph... Sentences. But there was one clap from up there. There's one, 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 one little engineer. The engineer in the house. That's right. Very sometimes. But when, when we created the telegraph, sentences got shorter. We used to have these long sentences like, you know, uh, you see in the Victorian age. But when we created the telegraph, because it was... You mean written know, sentences, not, written not sentences. legal time served in prison sentences? No, no, no. Yes, I don't okay. know anything about that. <laughs> right. sending, a, selling, sending a telegraph is like $1,300. And so... So we got used to having short, short sentences. And, and that's the reason why language got shorter. And so now we're in the age of Twitter and everybody's using LOL, OMG. The comma is, is you know, death. 
I mean, it's going to go away. <laughs> right? So yeah. shouldn't we really think about these, how technology also impacts these things? Can you sound like an old fogey. I do. You know? I know. I'm the Back old in my fogey. day, we had commas. Oxford comma. I feel like... <laughs> hey, Oxford comma. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my Wait. I, I have a question. Oh, wait, I, question. I have to, wait, I have to say. There is a Twitter handle called Celebrity Oxford Comma. All right, I need to find and it. And if you're a celebrity, you are supposed to tweet to that handle whether you agree with the, the, the Oxford Comma or not. Okay? <laughs> who, who it, it, it doesn't follow it? anyone. It doesn't it's just a collecting data. Yeah. Who follows Oxford, Oxford Comma? I, I posted. I, I, I had to vote it. Yeah. I had to say. Yeah. Are you? An are you a comma or no comma? Are you not? Oh, so, oh, so, so I, I'm, a, I'm an Oxford comma guy. You right. are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But if you have a choice, you have 140 characters. Are you? How committed are you to the Oxford comma? <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Wait. Oh, that I, brings I, in my... no, I got the answer. Ho, ho. I tweet to 125. <laughs> <laughs> all my tweets. They're 125 characters. No, they're not. Oh. Yes, they are. Are you serious? Oh. I'm serious. And not only that, I do not say LOL. And I don't use the letter U when I mean Y-O-U. I spell that sucker out. That's right. Okay? That's right. You go check. You go. So, so, so check to me, out. here it is. I feel like Michelangelo when I have this many oh words God. and it has to become a tweet. Because what I do is I carve away... <laughs> That which is not the tweet that I want to post. So if you... <laughs> and what remains is the essence of the thought that might have taken, long, taken more space to communicate, but in fact, all that really matters at the end of the day is its essence. That's what emojis are for. <laughs> not only is that, that, there's some tweets, by, I carve them out so much, they almost they read like haiku. And, and, and if I gave you haiku, you'd say, that's too short, make it longer. And that's, that's not what haiku is about. No. It's about the It's essence. a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but I, let me get... I'm off tropic here. Wait, so let me get... I'll find you again. So, I, I, there's a little... I got to go back to ISIS for one split second. Please. You, and yes, they're using tw- tw- uh, social media, but if others use social media, that doesn't mean you're going to sort of win. You have to be better at it yes. than they are. Yes, you have to compete in the marketplace of ideas against evil, you know, as, as Mark, Martin Luther King said, darkness can't uh, uh, cast out darkness, only light can do that. You have to compete with the darkness with light. And, and I don't think when it comes to our country's sort of uh, pulling together, and I'm not just talking the government, I'm talking about others, should be talking against this, this hate that's out there. You're famous, you know you're famous for this, how you deal with trolls. Right. I, yeah. How, how do you do? Now I know you could just kick their ass if you wanted to, because you used to play football. But you were, But that's not what you do. Yeah. You're like a words, kind gentleman. Yes. Operative words are used to a long time ago. The older I get, the better I was. But I love to hear about trolls, and I'm sure Phoebe, like being a comedian, being a woman, we get tr- trolls, right? You like, get trolls in yeah. your audience. Yeah, we get hecklers yeah. and, uh, and, on, and yeah. on social media when they're it's anonymous. It's, so the question it's much is, worse. Is, so the question is, is I believe that. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? So if you punch, there's going to be a reaction to that. So why not just diffuse the whole situation mm-hmm. and, and express love? So if somebody says to me on Twitter something really offensive or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, my response to them will always, be, uh, will always be trying to just extend 
kindness to them no matter what. But it's always better to say, oh, you have a small d- and then they just totally say, <laughs> <laughs> never hear That's from it. Again. That's it's it. fantastic. And I just want to, for the audience, translate again. We are still talking about Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. Um, <laughs> you have a tiny Dick Cheney. Yeah, a tiny Dick Cheney. Like in Total Recall, like Quato, but Dick Cheney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb them. Okay, that's the kind of that's the kind of nerd illusion I love. <laughs> so, so my point is, is that we we have every day the most powerful thing um, you have, I think, is your ability to choose. Uh, you can either accept conditions as they are, or you can take responsibility for changing them. If you think there's too much hate in the world, you, you can either just accept that and, and, and be, continue to motivate hate, or you can be a force against that with an unyielding, undetermined love. Because we all here, as Americans, are the ancestors of folks who loved those who cursed them, who, who were able to endure insults and still push forward with their positive vision and, and, and spirit for this That's world. That's very Martin Luther King of you. Yeah. Yes. I, I, I just yeah. think that, I think mm-hmm. that when, we, when we give in to our baser instincts, uh, you know, my father, uh, God rest his soul, uh, who used to say to me, there's two ways to go through life. He's either a thermostat or a thermometer. You can uh, just reflect the world that's, like, around you. If it's hot, you go up or down. Or you can be someone who tries to set the temperature. And, and so my point is, is that why no, don't... Just, that's deep. That's, that's deep. deep. That's, yeah. 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 That is a legitimately great... Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. so my thing is, why not be a force in the world that tries to elevate... Uh, things try to be warmth when it gets cold, and, and and so that's what we have on social media because we talked about this. But you're before. disarming the trolls at that point. Well, yeah, and look, I think that the he the, loves me. I can't. No, it's, <laughs> no look, so, sometimes I get apologies. Sometimes I get more hate, but it doesn't matter because my karma has nothing to do about with what you do to me. It's how I choose to respond. I tell my truth um, in how I react to that stimulus. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this earlier that. That's the difference between humanity, the divine, I think divine difference, uh, is that for a plant, if you, if you do something to it, it it's going to respond in a way. It doesn't have a choice. Uh, but human beings, there's a power between stimulus and response, and that is choice. And we can choose to manifest our highest self, or we could choose to simply reflect that which is done to us. And to me, the, the, the people I respect from history is that they did not, they realized that they were born an original. They were born unique. They were not born to be dull carbon copies of the world around them. They were born a not to fit in. carbon copy is a... <laughs> um, yeah, really. It's from paper, right? It's an early version of a photocopy. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's Tell us about mimeographs. <laughs> <laughs> and for, no, those, no. for those millennials... And, and just the facts, please. <laughs> and those millennials, the CC in the email line, that stands for carbon, carbon. copy. Yes. Yeah. So let me just find out from the comedian... So I'll just get back to your trolls. You, sure, on the internet, but you, you could be in, in front of an audience, and there's somebody who's a verbal troll. And, you know, the best... I wish there was guys, a word for it. It's like a heckler? Heck, yeah, a heckler. Yeah. That's yeah. the word. But it's yeah. interesting. <laughs> heckler, I guess. I think it's true, like what Corey was saying, it's like what you put out there, because more aggressive comedians, like Eugene, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A lion on the web. Fearsome, fearsome teddy bear. Yeah. Um, it's like the more aggressive comics do get a lot of shouting and aggression back, but like I don't, I don't really get a lot live. I remember like one old lady was like, we didn't have hula hoops then. Anyway, it was like a total nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Wait, so, so that's the worst heckler you've ever had? <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> no. An old lady saying, we didn't have hula hoops? <laughs> I know, it was great because I didn't want to slam her. I didn't, so <laughs> eventually, eventually she just fell asleep, so it was totally fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, we're going to wrap up this segment. Okay, I'm afraid that you're slamming elderly women out there <laughs> for just professing a love of real hula hoop authenticity. I know, I know. They're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> They're the real problem. All right. So, Corey, we'll close down this segment. Just, um, is there some bit of politics that you think the nation needs to know that you think your social media access will help Move the needle. On. Yeah, so I, I, don't well, I mean, I don't mean political view. I mean something about our system and and how it works and why it should work. And is there something that we're missing that you have the power to to change that you can help? Well, out? we have the power to change. We used to be a nation that used to be number one in all categories of innovation. And if you think about everything from degrees in engineering, percentage of our population graduating from college. Research and development. We used to be the number one country in percentage of GDP in R&D. Now we've fallen down to number 10. We've fallen out. We've fallen down to number 10. We've fallen out of the top 10 as in 2011 who is, data. Who are the nine? Who are I mean, ahead of every us? Countries, uh, ranging. Italy is beating us. Who is? Italy. Not Italy. Italy? <laughs> no, I was just there. We, we had wine, and that was it. My, that was what was going on. But my no. point is the World Economic Forum, the OECD, these are international organizations that look at data for innovation and competitiveness. And we came in. We inherited a country, a country that was number one in the globe, dominating even things that are in innovation and competitiveness, like the quality of our infrastructure. And that's everything from... Like the uh, subway. Aviation infrastructure. Yeah, like but the sad thing is now we're leading the globe in things <laughs> that we don't want to be leading the globe in. From, from childhood obesity, we're leading the globe. From infant mortality, we've fallen dramatically. We're one of a country that's not doing as well in infant mortality as we should. We got and, to get fatter kids. No, we so, have the fattest children. What we need is more scientists, fat little scientists. <laughs> <laughs> and so the, the political message is simply this, and this goes back to the power of social media, the power of engagement is that, that those, ten, those powerful ten two-letter words, whenever you talk about something in the world, you need to turn yourself into a, a look in the mirror and remember those ten powerful two-letter words. If it is to be, it is up to me. So nothing in the world changes unless we do, and we're a product of that change. And so we all have the power, whether it's our, our little phones, which have, we have a hundred friends on, following us on social media, we have power to create change, because as you know, this idea of virality, if you talk to 100 friends and 72 of them decide to retweet what you did and 25 of them, it goes on, it can go on and on and on and ripple into a movement. And right now, America needs a movement. As Langston Hughes said, and I'll stop with this, he said, uh, you know, uh, America never was America to me, but I swear this oath, America will be. We need to swear an oath that we will be agents of our democracy. We'll be true patriots, not the shallow patriotism of flag pins and the other symbols of patriotism, but the substance of patriotism. Cory Booker on the case there. Sleep, grocery shopping, themselves, just a few things working moms seldom have time for. And during tax season, you can add 
taxes to their list. So for all you working moms, make the easy switch to H&R Block and have an expert make easy work of your taxes. H&R Block guarantees your taxes are 100% accurate and your max refund or your money back. Plus, with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even have an H&R Block Tax Pro do your taxes in a block office or online from the comfort of your own home. Can your current tax guy promise all that? When you're buried under life's to-dos, let the experts at H&R Block stay on top of your taxes with a return that's right on the money and your biggest refund possible. Because tax season after tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Descriptions of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any of you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. Bring everyone together for a great time with the Nintendo Switch system. Get the whole family in on the fun with exciting games that everyone can enjoy, like Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Animal Crossing, New Horizons, and more. Nintendo Switch has three different play modes all in one system. Play in TV mode, tabletop mode, or handheld mode when you're on the go. Visit nintendo.com slash us slash switch to learn more. Games rated E for everyone. We're back. Star Talk Love. Uh, introduce to you my brother's son. Yeah. That makes him my nephew, Stephen Tyson Jr. Stephen, come on out. Yeah. How you doing, man? Now I'm doing this uh, because I. I, I, I like what he's doing with his life right now, and I'm sure the senator would... would uh, I know it sounds like what you were doing before. I didn't like... No, but it was, fun, it was cool. So you're in school at Arcadia University. Yeah. Uh, getting a PhD. Yeah, EDD, in, in educational leadership. In educational leadership, focusing on... With what tools? Uh, using hip-hop as a medium of uplifting youth and also bringing awareness to science, tech, social justice, whatever the case may be. Just using hip-hop to uplift youth. Okay, very cool. So, uh, and uh, this is kind of in the spirit of Star Talk, because what we do is we look for things that are emergent in pop culture, and then we bring them into our forum, Absolutely. and then plug, for us at least, we're plugging science into what is already pop culture. Hip-hop is clearly out there. It is mainstream. used to be fringe. It's, it's mainstream now. And Started by the Zulu Nation. Is that 1973. Okay. Proud member. Okay, and so... <laughs> and one other out there, I guess, too. 
And so, so, you're, um, so you're, you're using hip-hop, realizing its potency in our mm -hmm. culture and in society, yeah. Yeah. and try to do some good with it. So, Absolutely. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, he has composed uh, a rap song inspired by Star Talk. And so... A rap song. Uh, <laughs> now, now this, this, this is the Apollo Theater. As they say, I, I never thought I'd ever say this. This is great. Put your hands together for... <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Tyson Jr. premiering his Star Talk rap. All right. This is Star Talk. What's going on, Apollo? All right. everybody put your hands together real quick for science, for hip hop. The Star Talk, this Harlem, New York, the Apollo Theater, Black Excellence. Yeah. Let me break it down for you real quick. Universe. We're on planet Earth, living in this universe. It's all we're gonna know from the cradle to the hearse. I'm here to educate from me to all the years, spitting scientific knowledge up in each and every verse. Start talking through a space-time odyssey, leading you to question what is truth and what is fallacy. You are a part of me, and I'm a part of you, because we're all made up of star stuff. What you wanna do? Come together in a universal unity. Take us to a place where we can be free to be you and me. In a galactic, that is a tactic. Changing up the game like a number one draft pick. Make it think different than you've ever thought. It's so enticing from looking size to a work of art. We bring a balance, evening the plane. If you didn't know it, then you better remember the name. Why should nature make up. My name is Tyson, representing Justice and Entertainment, Universal Zulu Nation. And give it up to all our panelists real quick, so. Yeah, yeah, but most importantly, it's T-Y-S-O-N. Tyson, Neil deGrasse, and Stephen Joseph are the right ones to educate and entertain you at the same time. He does it through TV, I do it through rhyme. A mind shine bright like illumination to help improve the situation, plaguing all our nations. We need to be more scientifically literate if we're gonna innovate to recreate and flip the script. One of a kind, multiplied by a trillion, so we can know and be surpassed by our children. Science, tech, engineering, mathematics will help to bridge the gap and teach people new tactics. It shouldn't shake your faith if there's a creator, or if you think there's nothing. I don't care, I'm no debater. Everything depends on how you choose to live your life. If you're trying to help another or you're trying to add strife, improve your life, get your act together, damn it. We gotta help the planet control it, you gotta claim it. Don't understand, call your hand, raise a fist. This little blue rock is all we got, Guess my drift. Think critically, the Big Bang history. Evolution of body and mind is all a mystery. So as we work to put together all the facts, it's up to none of us to just kick back and relax. My name is Tyson once again. I appreciate y'all having me. My Apollo debut, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Thank y'all. Enjoy the rest of the show. Peace. With that going on, I'm, I, I'm not even necessary. <laughs> Let's do more. All right. <laughs> he's, he's related to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah my nephew. Yeah. Did you, were you a hip-hop fan when you were young? I, I, uh, yeah, I was around when... I was around. <laughs> How come I'm the oldest one? <laughs> You're talking about Martin Luther like he was your friend. Or something. Uh, I... were, you, were you using like gramophones as decks? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so no. So I. Um, what was I talking about, y'all? Uh, so, uh, 
May though you be from Ireland, mm-hmm. what hope do you see for... First of all, I just want to uh, applaud uh, 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 Ireland for... Uh, Yay! <laughs> for letting love win. Love won in Ireland. Very God happy. bless that. Yeah. yeah, very happy. God bless Ireland. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, so, 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 and what's the kind of visa you're here on? Oh, it's the, um, it's the, I have to find a husband really quickly visa. <laughs> <laughs> that one, that's a, a special provision in the <laughs> right, right. It's an alien of extraordinary ability, so it's um, somebody Alien who, with extraordinary ability? Yeah. What's your special yeah, yeah, yeah. power? It's not, I can't, I can't show you now, it's illegal, it's a sex thing, it's a... Comedy... <laughs> 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 So that would tell me that if we were visited by actual space aliens, yeah. the fact that they got here in a spaceship says immediately that they have extraordinary abilities and that we would make them citizens immediately. Yeah, totally. And they'd be like, hey, Maeve. And I'd be like, this is Neil. <laughs> He's gonna... <laughs> no, I'm so, gonna... so what hope do you have for America? Well, you know what? Like, I was so happy that Ireland passed the equal marriage bill and it was like a um, referendum by the people and that was so great. But I have to say, like, living here in New York City, and I know New York is different to America, as a, you know, like, it's not. But anyway, <laughs> I feel like it's such a diverse and cool place and I'm so thrilled to be part of it. And I think, like, you've got a lot to teach the world and I know America isn't, like, the leader of, in the way it was before, but it totally can be again. You know, it totally can be again. So, and I'm psychic. I know you believe in that. (laughs) I'm a psychic witch, and uh, I've got a lot of hope. I've got a lot of hope, and that's why I live here. That's good. (laughs) And most of what people claim as their psychic powers is nothing more than uh, their acute sense of observation of what goes on around Totally, and I'm keeping my peepers open, and I love it, and I live here in Harlem, and I love it. Okay, excellent. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So what, what, what hope do you have for America? I'm actually very hopeful. I know I've been Debbie Downer, but I love the fact that technology, if you have an idea, you can do it. You don't have to wait uh, to get a PhD or whatever. I mean, if you have an idea, you can actually be actualized by a lot of the technology. If you're, if you're a kid and you're like, hey, I want to make a song, you don't have to uh, go to a studio. You can just garage band or whatever. So I, just, I like that these tools are available and we can be far more creative if we're not too distracted. Distracted by what? <laughs> Kardashians. The Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of free enterprise and free flow of pop culture. So for me, it's not, well, let's get rid of the reality TV and the Kardashians. It's let's put other TV on that is more compelling than whatever they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. But but that, I, that should be yeah. the challenge to producers. I think the Kardashians should talk about global warming. Then we'll, we wouldn't have to worry about this. Yeah? Maybe yeah. we could get Kim Kardashian on Star Talk. I mean, if you could do that, boom. There you go. I'm working on it. So, Eugene, what's your hope for... You, Can I just bo- say a Kardashian point? Because I can't let that go. Okay, go. So, you know, a lot of life is about perception. And you know that. That's a very... I hope a very scientific perspective. You can have two people with very different views of the world based upon their perspectives of an event. And there's something about the Kardashians which I used to uh, sometimes throw uh, jokes at as well. But this last month or two with Bruce Jenner, um, I think that was one of the great moments of education for our country, lessons in love and acceptance uh, and an exposure and an understanding of the diversity of humanity. And so I've, I've been celebrating in many ways what Bruce Jenner's experiences as well 
well as the Kardashians have done to and elevate. And the platform, that, that, that was a huge platform. A huge yeah. platform. For, if you didn't remember, if, if, you, if you missed that news cycle, uh, Bruce Jenner, of course, was the Olympic uh, world record uh, setting uh, decathlete yeah. uh, from, I think, 1976 yeah. in Los Angeles. And, was it Los, LA? LA, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, he would later reveal that inside he felt as that he was a woman. And via marriage, he was connected to the Kardashian family, if I get my yes. pop culture accurate. And so that access to him in various images throughout the, this reality program uh, revealed what he had become, and then he just fully outed the whole story. Uh, recently, just you know, just, just this year, so yeah, it was a, a remarkable courage, mm -hmm. and I think it really did help to elevate conversation, understanding, and love in our country. Okay. Right. So Eugene, what 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 do you have for us? You, you're born in Russia. Yeah. Confess that to this audience. <laughs> I stole confess this job that. from you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, but not really. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it's it's funny because I do. I guess have a, well, sort of a very great appreciation because there's no way I could do this in Russia. So I do very much, like you were talking about the patriotism of not a pin, but a real, and it's true that I the like. The patriotism of what? Uh, of not wearing a pin, but a real patriotism. Oh, not kind yeah, of love and Don't a make real it about the pin, make it about the ideas and your yeah. actions. Mm -hmm. So I think, I mean, and so I always kind of see the idea that if you actually focus and persevere, you can do well. And I think that, um, you know, in terms of what you were saying, where the, the, uh, the idea of being effective, the idea of data-driven stuff, I think that, that, that you see a lot of um, uh, just conflict and bickering in politics and, and stuff sort of staggering, but I feel like actually quite hopeful hearing you speak about data-driven solutions and really focusing and picking a problem and really moving forward. Right. Okay. So I find that actually quite inspiring. Um, yeah, so I think that it will hopefully be all right. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly prices here are a little much, but I think it'll be fine otherwise in America. <laughs> so what do you have for us? Um, I, I feel, I, what I hope for America is that we're all going to come together as people and force Instagram to make a filter that interracial couples can use. <laughs> because... <laughs> My boyfriend is white, and when I use a filter, either he looks great and you just see teeth on me, <laughs> or I look amazing, I'm standing next to powder. So I really need us to figure this the fuck out, please. Then all will be well with America. <laughs> you, just, you just need funding. You have the yeah, product. Will you, will you back my Kickstarter for this course? Yeah. Will you? <laughs> So you need a special <laughs> optical filter that understands this distinction. Yes. yes. That's yeah. powerful. That's right? Awesome. That's powerful stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I'm going to offer my reflections, but I know Corey's going to have some deep thing to say. We're going to end with whatever comes out of his mouth <laughs> after I say what I'm, I'm going to say. Uh, I, I, you know, I'm born in this country. Of, uh, Braggart. And, what's that? Braggart. No, <laughs> no, no I, I'm, I'm an American. I'm a scientist. I'm an educator. And... In these different hats, when I see scientific discovery across the ocean and happen in other countries, uh, as a scientist, I say, fine, at least somebody's doing it. When the Higgs boson was discovered, no relation to Mayor Higgins <laughs> here. Um, 
when I was discovered and Nobel Prizes were handed out, uh, my, my scientist hat said, great, somebody's doing it. Then my American hat said, we could have made that discovery with the superconducting super collider, which was being built in Texas in the 1980s. The budget was canceled by Congress before, before your day. And then the center of mass of particle physics went elsewhere. And we lost that leadership. And that was, I think, emblematic of many other places where the edge of discovery and whatever that is that gets you to want to do that was, I saw it fade. Mm. And I think it can be, I think it can return. Uh, maybe we have to sink lower before we, all of our pistons realign. I'm deeply concerned about conflict in, in Congress because uh, if Congress aligns, Oh my God, you, OMG, yes. You know, you can, um, there's nothing more efficient than a democracy where everyone agrees with one another, because stuff happens like this. And You'll it, love, that's a totalitarian. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> if there was just one person that they did what he said. No, 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 the difference is, totalitarian is the person at the top does whatever they want. No, no. I... But if we all agree what we want, and Congress agrees with what we want, things, and we have a capitalist democracy, then we can go to the moon. You know, we can defeat evil in Europe, you know, yeah. as, you know, we're coming on the anniversaries of the... So, so I, I, I still have hope, and I see science trending now. Amen. You know, Cosmos aired in primetime on a major network, right? And wasn't just any, it aired on Fox, yeah, okay? Really. That tells you anything is possible uh, in I was very world. confused by that, very confused. Yeah, very confused, I, I get you, but uh, that should be an existence proof of what is possible in this country when people devoted to a cause, particularly a good cause, have their pistons aligned. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Senator Cory Booker, um, I did not introduce you as the Democrat from New Jersey because I don't really give a shit what your political affiliation is. <laughs> I, I care. I should reword that. Uh, I don't give a fuck. I'm not interested in what your political affiliations are. I'm interested in how your mind works and how you think and do you have good ideas because good ideas transcend politics, policy, and the best of those ideas transcend time itself. So I just want to ask, can please leave us with some hope? I, I will, but I do want to say very first that I, I just want to say thank you. This has been an extraordinary experience and conversation. I, a good idea for me was to come here tonight, and um, you are just an extraordinary, I'm not even going to say American, because love of country is a wonderful thing, but why should love stop at our borders? Um, that you are a extraordinary, you are an extraordinary exemplar of humanity, and uh, your voice, your vision, your inspiration is changing this planet for the good, and I thank you for that. Um, thank you. And so, and so on, on hope, I just want to say this, I, I believe this, 
as a person that's wrestled with some really tough challenges, especially uh, in, in my time as mayor, that hope is relational. Just like you cannot have courage without fear, you can't have hope without despair. And, and a lot of people want to be hopeful and happy and, and, and turn away from uh, depravity, from despair, from darkness. But hope is confrontational. It stares despair and evil and sadness and darkness right in the eye, and it wrestles with it. And the idea of hope is to never let despair have the last word. And so what gives me hope and empowers me is understanding that we do have horrendous challenges in this country, unfinished business of our democracy. But I know that American history is a declaration of hope. It is a testimony to hope because it is this country, despite the wretchedness of poverty, of slavery, of sexism, as racism, we have always seen hope triumph over that. People being prisoners of hope, deciding every single day to choose hope despite every other reason not to. And because of that, we have been a hopeful nation that has advanced generation after generation. And now here in our generation, we must have the courage to confront our darkness and despair again. We must be people that not only choose hope, but have an activist, a rebellious, an audacious hope that confronts our problems and overcomes them. And knowing our history, knowing our potential, knowing that promise of hope in this country, uh, I am lifted every single day. Cory Booker, ladies and gentlemen. More Star Talk. We come back. You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship. From a ride on Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags, be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas and Panama. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential and through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, exhaust kits, turbochargers, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Live from the Apollo Theater, Star Talk! This next segment, we have a couple of minutes for Q&A, and so it'll be great to hear, hear what you guys are thinking. So, um, go All for right. it. So, internet and social media has a lot of benefits. You have a wealth of information at a touch of a button, but there are also a lot of pitfalls. I mean, there are a lot of websites spewing pseudoscience. So, with the, like, for example, the anti-vaccination movement, global uh, climate change deniers. So, what is the best way to address this, especially since it can affect policy? Wow. I, mean, I, have, I have opinions there. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, it, there's a conflict between the freedom of speech. I mean, you, you are free to be ignorant, right, in, if, in, in the world of the freedom of speech. You are free to write anything you want. So is it, doesn't it come down to, in the end, making sure that in the face of the misinformation and the disinformation, that there's the accurate information that's out there that is indeed accessible? But I don't know that you can let... Freedom of speech is like the First Amendment, right? Absolutely. It's, it's the First Amendment. So uh, I don't want to say ban this and don't ban that. You know, I, I can't say that. I would not feel comfortable doing that. All I can say is if we get people producing content that is so compelling and so interesting that you gravitate to that and you learn how and why the universe works. In fact, if all you did was tell people what is true then they don't have the capacity to think about why it's true. And there's a whole missing part of our educational profile in this country that does not teach you what science is, how it works, and why it works. It tends to just think you're an empty vessel and pour science into it, and then you go out and take your test. Science is a method of inquiry about what is true and what isn't. You don't just get it handed to you by what website you happen to stumble upon. So I'm keeping the freedom of speech, but because that's that's sacred, that's like constitutionally sacred. But uh, that puts the greater challenge on the rest of us. Yes, right here. All right, uh, I, and I will repeat the question because you don't have a microphone, sir. Thank you. He, he wants to know when we might see a hotel on the moon. So I guess uh, the future of uh, space tourism, perhaps. Um, yeah. So uh, my my stock answer for that is you might have a hotel on the moon, but it would have no atmosphere. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the future of space exploration, if there is a future at all, has to be based in commercial enterprise. Because that's only when you've turned a space program into a space industry does that ever become a routine thing. Otherwise, they're one-offs based on tax-based sources. SpaceX. Uh, SpaceX is a, an important cog in that wheel. So uh, if it's going to happen at all, that will happen, and that'll have to happen, is what I'm saying. If we, have a big, if we have a presence in space in a big way. Yes, over here, question. How did your role, mo- role model um, inspire you to become an astrophysicist? 
How, how did role models inspire me to become an astrophysicist? It turns out it wasn't a role model at all. It was a visit to my local planetarium. Wow. The mm. Hayden Planetarium. And how, uh, how old are you? Ten. You're ten? Okay. Uh, my parents took me, my brother, and my sister every weekend, essentially every weekend, to different places around the city, to the zoo, to the art museum, to hockey games, to everything that gro talented grown-ups did, all right? Art, sports, uh, the opera, uh, Broadway plays. I was bored in a lot of that, but uh, what did not bore me is the trip to the Hayden Planetarium. And I was nine years old when that happened, and at that age, it was not I who discovered the universe, it was the universe that discovered me. Oh. So, later on, role models would matter. You, know, you get a piece of one person here and there to help shape that interest and ambition. But in terms of the infusion of love for learning about the universe, that happened in my first trip to the Hayden Planetarium. And that's now where I, where I now serve as director. So. That's what that is. Yeah. Right. Sir, up there. Yes, sir. All right. I work in the STEM profession. I work with kids from pre-K in the college, and I work with uh, adults as well. What I often hear omitted from this conversation is art's role in STEM. In kindergarten, we start with crayons and paint and clay, and we build our mental muscle through the arts. But yet, we're having a conversation about STEM without the A. There's, there's nothing in art that doesn't involve science, technology, math. It's all, it's all there. But yet, we have these conversations. Why, why is that? Okay, so there is a movement called STEAM. I, I know. I, where I'm they put the A in the STEM. We're, we're, Can I take a shot? Yeah, take definitely. A shot. Go for it. We're all steaming right, so past STEM. I think... It's based on this zero-sum game, that it, people feel left out. But I actually think that if you inject the A in STEM, it's going to blow the whole thing up. It's going to look absolutely different. Because the problem is that we've siloed everything. We siloed STEM, technology, engineering, math, so our brains don't get confused by nature. Nature has all these things fused together. So schools are going to have to change the way they teach so things are integrated, so that we're not having conversations that the A is missing and the M is missing, that we're just teaching the way the world is in all of its beautiful complexity. Ooh, very nice. Okay, I, I'm sorry, this has to be the last question. I've just been notified. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, go. Right. Uh, so the, yes, the pressure is on. Yeah, yes. it definitely is. Um, it, it piggybacks kind of off of the conversation about the military-industrial complex and the money that's in politics right now. It's hard to take a look at something like Kickstarter and, and Kiva and all those things that we champion as something that is wonderful about the country when really it seems more, and sorry to be cynical and, and Debbie Downer about this, I guess, um, but it seems to be more like something that helps us feel better about the fact that we don't have real impact. So when the focus should be on education, instead we're funding the largest war machine that has ever been perpetually funded. So how does that conversation shift back to education as the only way that we're able to bring ourselves into the broader conversation? Women in education, kids in education, bringing people out of poverty, the okay. only way to do that is to educate. Senator, uh, in the Constitution there's no mention of power over education granted to the federal government. So it all goes down to the states. So what influence, however, 
whatever it is, however poetic or deep or philosophically uh, meaningful your rhetoric is, at the end of the day, you're a senator with no control over education. Constitutionally, that's a constitutional fact. So, how, what, where, do, where do we go from there? Well, well first of all, I, would, I, I, I agree with you that education is principally a local initiative, but please understand we have a federal department of education that does make massive choices about investments. The Obama administration, whether you agree with their education policy or not, created programs like Race to the Top that was able to incentivize states to change their programs. So the senators... It's not without some influence. It's not without some influence, but but I I guess to the young lady who asked the question, I mean, this is sort of where we keep coming back to as a nation, which is how do we change the things that are incredibly important uh, that, are, that are right now, unfortunately, in many ways, undermining the best of what we thought America is, was, or should be. Social mobility, for example. We have this major fracturing in our country in terms of uh, those haves and the haves and nots. We used to be the top country in the globe for moving from poverty. It was the American dream. Well, now other countries are blowing past us. If you want to be born poor on the planet Earth and, it, and have a shot of making it to the middle class, better to be born in just factually in England or Canada where people can move social mobility is greater. And so the question Let me is, interject, though. I think, I think it needs to be a grassroots effort, and we need to educate parents to insist on having STEM, STEAM, and that will change states. It has to come from the grassroots. And, and I so mean, I, and it I, has to be this groundswell. Because we had Kennedy, and he said, hey, we're going to shoot for the moon. We don't have Kennedy now. We have all of you. So we have all of you to say that this is what we are insisting on, and it grows from the and bottom I agree. up. And the, the, only, the thing I would add to that is, because I've been in these conversations since I was in college, and people leave, I laugh, feeling good about what we talked about. But if, if we're not willing to do something different than we did before, uh, the world will not change unless we do. And we forget, we allow our inability to do everything to undermine our determination to do something. Uh, we get caught often in what I call the state of sedentary agitation. I know big words, but it basically means I'm sitting on my, home, on my couch at home watching in the news. I get so upset, but I'm not getting up and doing anything. And the example I'll give you is I am here right now because of a, a, this conspiracy of love of ordinary Americans who did small acts of courage and kindness that, that liberated me and, frankly, all of us. My father was born poor. He was too poor. He couldn't afford to be born poor, so he was po. What did you say? He was so poor. Well, I he... said you can be so poor you can't even pay <laughs> attention. Yes. <laughs> so, my father was taken in by a family uh, when his mother, single mother couldn't take care of him. People rallied around. They would not let him fail. We live in a country right now. You want to know the, one of the best ways to stop violence in our communities? Those data show that one mentor in a kid's life dramatically drives down incidents of juvenile crime, drives up educational attainment, but yet there are tens of thousands of kids in this metropolitan area alone that are on waiting lists because somebody won't give four hours a month is what it takes to do a mentor, the amount of time we spend watching our favorite TV show. The problem we have in America is poverty, but not, not material poverty. It's a poverty of action, a poverty of compassion, a poverty of engagement. If we individually don't make that decision, then we're not going to see change. And the powerful thing about us making a personal decision is we actually influence those around us to do the same way. And our decision of love to another person adds up to a grand conspiracy of love that does change the nation and the world. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming out. 
This has been Star Talk, live at the Apollo Theater, Harlem, New York! In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.